You know, I miss our old introductions when we just kind of chatted, and now we've become so polished. Well, we can just talk today then. Hi, Joni. <laughs> Hi, Mountain. How are you? No, I'm just teasing. Oh. Our old anti-introduction. Oh, you're just kidding? Well, that's... No, I, I was serious. Oh. But anyway, how are you? I'm fine. Do you remember when someone called it the anti-introduction? I thought that was funny. Did somebody say that? Yeah, they said they liked it. They liked that we just chatted and we didn't have a polished intro. Oh, yeah, I've had a lot of people say that. And a few people say they but, did not. Yes, and I, I don't want to lose listeners over our introduction. So, but, hi, Mountain. <laughs> We're talking about we the station did that. churches. I know. Okay. Um, but if I don't have my polished introduction, I, I get all flustered. Um, okay. So, hello, listeners. We are talking about the station churches. Of Lent, as you know, because many of you have been listening every day, and we're very grateful for that. Yeah. yeah. We are very grateful. So, so today, we teased yesterday that we were going to be looking at another one of the churches from the Roman canon. And so today, Thursday of the third week of Lent, is the Church of St. Cosmas and Damien. Right. And I also mentioned that pretty much any visitor to Rome has seen this church. They probably just didn't realize it. Or weren't interested. But this church is located just outside the Roman Forum and just a couple blocks from the Colosseum. And so if anyone's been to the Roman Forum, they would have seen the back of this church. If they've been to the Colosseum, they most likely walked by this church to get there or on their way out. Um, it's just a tiny little church just off the side of the road. But most people are so interested in the Colosseum and Forum that they may be exhausted or sick of waiting in lines and stuff that they just see a church and they're like, eh, we'll, yeah. s we'll see another one later. And it's kind of set far. I mean, it's kind of set back a little bit. So maybe they just walk by it and they don't even know to look for it. Because maybe. it's kind of in the midst of the forum. And, you know, we talked before about John Ladder and how Constantine built this church, but it wasn't exactly in the middle of Rome, right? It was on the edge. It was by the walls. This is the exact opposite. We're talking about a church built in the middle of the heart of Rome, and it was quite a statement for it to be. I mean, it was it was surrounded by like prestigious forum buildings. And here we have a Christian church right in the heart of Rome. Yeah. I mean, this was originally a government building, and then they just kind of converted part of that into a church. So yeah, it was right in the in the heart of things. Yeah. And that it was kind of the first one to be transformed. Other churches were built um, maybe with, with stuff from ancient buildings, but this was really the first one to be built from an ancient building. Like they trans, you know, transformed a, a government building, a pagan temple into a church. They kind of avoided doing that because they didn't want, you know, the temples to get mixed up with the churches. They actually didn't even adopt a typical worship architecture style. We've talked before about basilicas. Basilicas were an architecture style of of judicial buildings, of government buildings, of gathering spaces. They, they wanted to stay away from adopting temple architecture because they didn't want to confuse pagan temples with Christian churches. But here we have kind of, you know, in the sixth century, this church being built um, from a pagan temple, from a government building, and right in the heart of Rome, to, to twins, because Rome loves their twin brothers. They do love twin brothers. And these are also doctors, medical and doctors. Cosmas Damien. Cosmas Damien, they're, they're doctors. And they were known not for charging for their, um, for their services. So they were, they were Christian doctors who would help the poor, especially. Right. And as usually happened during the persecutions, they were arrested. They wouldn't renounce their faith. So they were 
tortured, and they actually didn't suffer any in, in, injury at first. Um, they tried to drown them. They tried to burn them. They tried to crucify them. Finally, it took a sword to kill them. They were beheaded. But again, we have somebody who refused to die. Like we've had quite we a few of those. A yeah. <laughs> Um, they're dead now, and this church is dedicated to them. <laughs> <laughs> and their relics are under the altar. Right. And as you said, it's somebody, again, we remember during the Roman canon of Mass. So a lot of our listeners have probably heard of them. Yeah. So yeah, patron saint of doctors. And it's a beautiful church. It's now given to the Franciscan friars of the Third Order. And so you can see members, um, different saints who have been members of the Third Order are honored here. And including um, St. Louis, St. Louis of France, King Louis, and Elizabeth of Hungary. Um, and then I believe Bridget of Sweden looks like she's a Franciscan, in, in, but she isn't. Um, and so there's, you know, more more saints honored here other than Cosmos and Damien as well. Um, and there's also a really great apps. Mostly. I was going to say that this time. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That's okay. You can cut it out. You can make it sound like you're... No, no. You get so excited <laughs> about the apps. I was going to bring it up first. What do you love about this one? Well, it's one of the earliest apps mosaics, and um, I, it kind of served as a model for other ones. Um, but I love the colors. I love like the night sky and the the red and the blue, and I just think it's a little different than some of the other. It's very mosaics. bright. It's like Technicolor, hippie-ish colors yeah. mosaic. <laughs> Were there hippies back then in the whatever There's year this was? Been yeah, hippies, right? Yeah. Always. So yeah, this one is very bright and exciting. And there's a certain time of day when you're in there, the light can hit it just right and it really shines and it's pretty amazing. Yeah. To me, it looks like actually one of the newest ones. Um, So maybe I'm wrong, but I I read that it was one of the earliest ones, but it looks a little newer if you look at it. Maybe it's been restored. It's probably been restored, Um, but I like the little clouds and yeah, the colors are a little different than some of the other ones. Yeah. And then... There's something else about this church, something else you can find here. Year-round, there's a creche, a nativity. So we've talked about those in the past, that the churches of Rome get very elaborate in their nativity scenes each year. And during Advent, they put them up and they stay up through Christmas. But this church has a year-round nativity, and it's huge. It takes up like an entire room. And so it's it's not in the church, but when you go into this church, there's like a door, and you go into um, a courtyard, and then off to the right, there's like some stairs that go down, and then that leads to the nativity. Um, and so it's pretty amazing and very detailed. And like I said, it takes up a whole room, so it's it's not even a scene. It's like a whole nativity country or something. I don't know. How do you think they dust that? I. Uh, I don't think they I've do. I've wondered that. I've wondered that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's all these it's, little intricate pieces. Yeah. And I don't know. You get up in there and yeah. I don't know. Things women wonder about, I guess. I, I, I said I wondered about oh, that too. Oh, but you too. said you did too. <laughs> Thanks, Joni. <laughs> things things that, that clean people wonder about. <laughs> oh. So yeah, Cosmos and Damien. Anything else about this church? About the people? I don't think so. Um, I'm really second guessing that I said it was one of the earliest. So don't believe me, people. Um, 
I was doing some some looking. When you look at it, it just looks so much more modern. So maybe one of our art historians that listen to our podcast can can check on that. Well, it's not new. Well, of course it's not <laughs> new, but it it definitely you know you can tell through art history how the the depiction of people progresses from the icon iconography to a more realistic depiction. Yeah, Jesus so. looks like a Roman in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the year. Maybe we should have prepared the year beforehand. I mean, in this, it says the remarkable apse mosaic is the Basilica's oldest extant decoration, and that's Elizabeth Lev, and I trust her. So I'm sticking with it. Of course, the church has been restored. But. Yeah. Well, mosaics don't really age. So right. they always kind of look bright and new yeah. and shiny. Yeah. yeah. It was more the way the apostles and Jesus look that made me second guess, but that's okay. I see. I don't know if you want to keep all this in or you want to edit it out. You always but, say, like, I'm going to edit this stuff out. I just leave it all in. Because <laughs> everyone, you know, I was just listening to a talk on public speaking last night, and they said you should show your vulnerability. So I'm here showing my vulnerability to everyone that I'm not an expert. I'm just a passionate person that likes to share what I know. I see. Um, I see that the apps is from the 6th century. Oh, okay. So it's, it is pretty old. I would say that's old. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the vestib- the church was given the the pagan um, temple. It's actually kind of two little buildings. Were it was given to Pope Felix in five twenty six. So they built the apse mosaic right after that. There you go. So I shouldn't have second guessed myself. No, you shouldn't have. But then we would have we wouldn't have had all this content. That's true. It would have been a shorter podcast. Yeah. It is later than the apse mosaic in Santa Pudenciana that we talked about earlier this week. So we are looking slightly later at that. But um. But yeah. Well, good. I mean, anything you know, I from like the mosaics. the sixth century—that's pretty old. It's true, even for Rome. I love Rome for that reason. Yeah, it's really—it's—it's it's new. It's 18th century, and America's like what? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thanks, Mountain. Thanks, Joni. So tomorrow, a church that's in the heart of Rome. Probably a lot of people haven't been here, but it's right by a very touristy spot. And it's dedicated to There's somebody. A good really? I was going <laughs> to um, talk I'm, about. I was going to mention the saint. You're talking about food. Uh, okay. I, of course, <laughs> I'm talking about food. <laughs> I just have gotten gelato at the restaurant across the street. It was good. Piazza. Oh. Okay. But yes, let's talk about the saint. Well, well I was just going to say it's somebody that we've we've come to know quite well during Lent. Yes. So, it's an old friend. Old friend. I think you called him that once before. Probably. All right. Okay. Well, ciao, ciao, Mountain. Ciao, listeners. And ciao, we'll people. talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Bye.